Hey everybody, Susan Michonne here, the Techie Mentor. Just a big thank you for listening to this podcast, the Virtual Assistant Tips, Tricks, and Advice channel, where I share all things Virtual Assistant every week with no fluff, just the stuff that gets results. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's episode. And today's topic is overcoming sales objections. So this is when you are interviewing potential clients and there may be some objections to actually closing the sale and getting them to sign on the dotted line. Now, this also assumes that the person that you're interviewing, you want them as a client. You've already made the conscious decision that they are one of your dream clients and you want to work with them. Obviously, if you realize during the call, the discovery call, that you don't want to work with somebody, this information would be irrelevant because they're not your dream clients. Remember, only work with clients that you truly enjoy working with, not anybody else. It just makes life so much more miserable. Okay, moving on. So let's talk about really the top four most common objections you may run into on your discovery session calls. Number one is cost. This is the biggest one that most people uh, run into, okay? The best advice I can give you is your price is your price is your price. Stick to your price. You're worth whatever it is you're charging. And really, if you want to be honest here, most of you undercharge. And that's a fear Um, that comes from fear. So make sure that you know what your baseline rate is and that you're not charging less than that because that's what keeps the lights on. In reality, you should be charging more than your baseline rate because you want to make money. You probably started your business to have freedom and flexibility and let's be honest, you need money to do that. All right, so let's go back to the cost objection. Now, it can be frustrating when you're talking to a potential client and you may realize that it's just a budget concern or it could be someone attempting to bargain hunt and negotiate. You do not lower your price because what it does is it lowers your worth in front of the client or the prospective client and it sets an expectation that you may be able to negotiate your rates going forward. And that's not something that you want to do. Again, your rate is your rate is your rate. So make sure that you stand by your value and that you don't change it. There are a couple things that you can do. If, for instance, you charge hourly, you could also point out that your hourly rates can be deceiving because For instance, someone who charges $30 an hour may take 10 hours to complete a task or project, but you charge 60 and it only takes you three hours. So in reality, they are saving money. So that's if you are selling your time or retainers. You know, for service packages, you could also create a getting started package for clients that are brand new. But really the bottom line is, you are gonna run into people who are going to either one, have sticker shock, or two, they may be tire kicking and they're looking to bargain hunt and negotiate. One of the best ways to make sure that people know what your rates are before you get on the phone is to publish them on your website. And you can also simply put in, let's say, a contact form that they would fill out. You could put a checkbox there that says, have you reviewed my rates? So they know going in what your rates are. Okay. Bottom line, though, is not everybody's going to want to pay you what you're worth. And if that's the case, they are not your ideal client. Move on. There's always someone right behind them that values you and is willing to pay what you charge. 
So number two is trust. So there are some trust issues in our industry because of, unfortunately, some bad players. They've been burned by a bad experience with a previous VA, so they're going to have trust issues right up front. It takes time to build trust, and you're already in the hole if you're dealing with someone that's been burned once or even more than once by a VA. So one of the best things you can do is start with testimonials or case studies that you can share with your clients. Now, I know if you're just getting started, you may not have those from clients, but you could certainly get a testimonial from somebody who speaks to your work ethic and your, um, you know, just your overall character as a person, because that's going to set people's mind at ease. Remember, Trust takes time to build. So one of the best things you can do is be upfront and say, here's how I'm different. I'm not going to, you know, disappear. Here are the systems I have in place. So this is why it's so important if you're charging professional rates and you're working with professionals that you have professional systems that back it up because that's going to set you apart from other people immediately. Another thing you can do is offer a new client package. Um, something specifically for new clients that is a smaller investment of time and money so it gives both parties time to revisit the relationship after the project is completed or the package is completed and decide if you want to move forward or not because it's all about building trust one step at a time. Remember you're selling a relationship not a service or a product and that should be first and foremost. So remember we do have trust issues in the industry. The best way to meet them head on is to have your systems in place but also do a new client package but also have testimonials um, or even the ability for them to talk to current or previous clients. Number three is training. A common objection is a lot of times potential clients don't have time to train their new VAs on what they need them to do. And this is why having a solid client onboarding process can alleviate this problem. Because you already have thought of this. You have everything that you need. You can share your onboarding process, how it works to their advantage. And really look at the whole process is centered on getting yourself onboarded with them and ready to hit the ground running as fast as possible. So as you can see, I'm coming back to systems here. Systems are crucial in your business. Okay? And the four systems that you must have, those four pillars, are marketing, sales, operations, and delivery. Those are going to set you apart. Okay, and the last one is time. So another common objection is they don't have time. They're so busy working in their business that they're stretched too thin, which is why they need your help in the first place. And that's what you can remind them, that you are there to help free up their time so they can do what they need to do best. So really look at it from the perspective of how can you help them if they're pushed for time. And this comes back to training. If you have that onboarding process, it's not gonna take them a lot of time to move things off their plate onto yours because you've already thought of that in your onboarding system. So time. Sometimes they need help getting out of their own way and the best thing you can do is offer to help them do that through that onboarding process. So once again, four of the most common objections you're going to see when it comes to sailing, selling your services is cost. Remember, stand in your worth trust. Make sure that you have your systems in place and some case studies or testimonials that you can um, pass along to your clients so they feel better working with you. One of the best things I did was have a new client package. So it's short, 
sweet and to the point and then you can revisit you're building trust one step at the time training have an onboarding system to help them offboard what they need to do onto your plate which will save them time which is objection number four so hopefully you found this um, helpful I know these are the four things that I always ran up against I'd love to hear from you if you have some additional ones please feel free to share in the comments below thank you as always for listening and for those of you listening to this during um, the time that I recorded this. It's Thanksgiving here in the United States, so I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening. See you next time.